This is the Talk of Fame Network, featuring Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges from the Boston Herald, Rick Gosselin of the Dallas Morning News, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. And now, let the debates begin. Who is a Hall of Famer? Will they be enshrined in Canton? Do they have the numbers to get in? Let the experts who make the decision tell you who will be signing their name with HOF next to it. And now, it's the Talk of Fame Network. By thanking Mr. McNair and, and the uh, entire McNair family, um, along with Rick Smith and, and Coach O'Brien, for um, really just giving me this incredible opportunity to be a Houston Texan and, and join this, this amazing franchise. Well, if you remember, a week ago we opened the Talk of Fame Network with Pete Manning at his retirement with the expectation that uh, he would be succeeded by Brock Osweiler. Except that soundbite you just heard, <laughs> that was Brock Osweiler, and he's no longer a Denver Bronco. He's, as you just heard, a Houston Texan. Thanks to that annual NFL Christmas bonus known as, Goose, free agency. Yes, sir. Free agency made Osweiler the second richest caddy in the world behind the guy toting Jordan Spieth's bag. Seven career starts translate into $72 million, with $37 million of it guaranteed. Hey, nice work if you can get it. <laughs> Jordan Spieth, does he play for the Texans? He is a Texan. He could buy the football league. <laughs> That's all right. Well, as you mentioned, Osweiler got, I think, an estimated $18 million a year, which isn't bad uh, considering he started seven games in his career. He's 5-2. and two. Um, I'm not sure, Ronnie, that's more a statement of how desperate the Texans are or how few quarterbacks there are anywhere, or maybe both. But uh, what I am sure of is that when it comes to recognition, um, some of these teams are out there trying to wind up uh, maybe in our hall of infamy for, I don't know, lavish, maybe stupid spending. I don't know. Some one of those do. Well, you're right. Stupid uh, stupid is as stupid does, as somebody once said. You know, the one constant about the first day of free agency uh, each and every year is that major blunders are made by desperate teams. Osweiler may prove to be the real thing, uh, but, not, but do not try to tell me that even my friend Bill O'Brien knows – what a guy who started 22 games since leaving high school is all about. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, you know, he wasn't good enough, the fact of the matter is, most of the time in college, and he wasn't good enough to keep his job from a rag-armed, dead-handed old man who couldn't throw his car <laughs> keys across the kitchen last year. I mean, what are we talking about here? You know, when, when Tom Brady was in the same situation, a much uh, healthier Drew Bledsoe came back and couldn't get the job away from him. Why? Because he kept it. This guy couldn't do that. So I'm not sure I'd be handing him that kind of cash. Ron speaking about Bill O'Brien, who until this moment was a friend of the show. <laughs> love Bill O'Brien. He don't love you anymore. <laughs> That's right. I hope he's right, but, you know, I don't like his chances. Well, as we pointed out in the show, you know, when you hit, it's terrific, especially if you hit with a quarterback, which Houston, as you mentioned, Ronnie, is hoping it's done. But um, Denver did it with Peyton Manning a few years ago. Uh, New Orleans did it with Drew Brees. And we have a guest on today's show, who struck it rich 17 years ago when he signed with the Oakland Raiders. I'm talking, of course, about former quarterback Rich Gannon, who was one of the best free agent signings in NFL history and who lifted Ron's Raiders, yes, not sir. only to their last Super Bowl, dun, 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 dun. but to their last winning season. Yes, sir. And uh, as I said, I know someone who just can't wait to talk to him, Mr. Raider himself, Mr. Borges. Yes, sir. 
You know, the difference with Rich Gannon is, uh, and, and Brock Osweiler, you know, Gannon had played already 10 years in the NFL. Uh, he'd started in Minnesota. He started in Kansas City. He had a 30-24 and 24, uh, record as an NFL starter by the time he got to Oakland. Did they get more than they ever bargained for? Sure they did. Uh, but the previous season, he thrown for nearly 4,000 yards, 38-40 to be precise, uh, in Kansas City. Uh, you know, he was a proven NFL commodity. Uh, you know what Osweiler is? In England, he'd be a legal case where you know the guy's guilty, but the prosecution can't prove it, so the jury says what? Not proven. Not not guilty. <laughs> not proven. Well, along with the proven, Rich Gannon, we also have former Chicago and Tampa Bay coach Lovey Smith. Love Lovey. Yeah, he's a friend of the show also. Yes, Unlike Bill O'Brien now, of course. But uh, Lovey's at the University of Illinois, uh, and he's going to warn us about, maybe about the dangers of free agency. Uh, we're going to talk to Tampa Bay writer and Hall of Fame voter Ira Kaufman, who chased Levy around for the last couple of years, and hear why one former Philadelphia Eagle, nope, not talking about Donovan McNabb or Brian Dawkins, one former Eagle belongs in the Hall of Fame. And, of course, because this week is, what is it, Ron? St. Patrick's Day. Goose, what is it? The NCAA basketball. There you go. Yes, it's both. Wow. Because it's both, we're going to celebrate them. With the best players who chose the NFL over the NBA and the best Irishmen, I don't know, Notre Dame grads, guys named Kelly, Green, Ireland, uh, Jeff Ireland, I don't think he's going to make it. Anyway, Old guys, remind us. There you go. There you go. Guys, remind us to go green. But let's get back to the spending spree that is the NFL. And Rick, I don't know how closely you've been following the New York Giants in that division that was owned for one year by your Dallas Cowboys, but they just backed up the brinks to fortify a defense that leaked like the Lusitania last year. Um, they kept pass rusher JPP, Jason Pierre-Paul. They signed Ron's pick from last week. Olivier, Olivier Vernon. Olivier. <laughs> Great on film, isn't he? Love that guy. Uh, brought Sir in Olivier. There you go. Brought in cornerback Janoris Jenkins. You call him Sir after the money he's made, Janoris Jenkins. And they hired defense tackle Damon Harrison from the Jets. Uh, Goose, it cost them, I think, over $200 million. Um, so what's it going to do for them? Well, you're a little bit long there. It only cost them $194 million. Oh, bargain rates. Th- for oh. those three free agents, and more than $100 million of that is guaranteed Guaranteed, money. that's right, that's right. Now, Vernon, Jenkins, and Harrison have all played four seasons. None of the three has ever been to a Pro Bowl. None of the three has ever played in a playoff game, yet they are now being paid to be impact players when not a one of them has ever been an impact player in their careers. You know, free agency was and always will be fool's gold. You build a championship team through the draft, not free agency. Well, to quote or paraphrase Ronnie, who's desperate is as desperate does, isn't this a desperate Jerry Reese fighting for his job? Uh, it sure sounds like it. When you fire the coach, there's only one guy left. That's yeah. the GM. Well, in the meantime, Goose, your Cowboys, what, what did they do? They did uh, what? Yeah, they signed a run-stuffing defensive tackle, Cedric Thornton, away from the Eagles for a scant $17 million over four Ooh, years. Geez. Now, some of the best free agent contracts are the smallest free agent contracts because when you whiff, there isn't a big salary cap hit, and there have been far more whiffs than hits in free agency. Yeah, you're right about that. Well, of course... Anyone, Ron, looking for a quarterback could find one in a former first-rounder who's out there. In fact, the Cleveland Browns just cut him loose. Our weekly talking point. (laughs) 
That's right. Johnny Manziel. So who takes a flyer on him, Ron? Well, unlike people for running for political office, I'm going to tell you the truth. I have no idea. <laughs> and and uh, neither does he, and neither does his agent, and neither do most of the NFL teams. Uh, if you can get him cheap, uh, I guess it could be anybody. It could be San Francisco. It could be Denver. It could be Dallas. It could be anybody. It could be nobody, too, because uh, before he gets back to the NFL, you better first get back to AA. The guy's got a problem, and it's the kind of problem that affects all the rest of your life. It affects the people around you. It affects the people you work with. So if you hire him, you know what you're bringing in, a troubling situation at the most important position in the game. Are you going to do that? you got to be pretty desperate. Yeah, Ron, I think if he's playing, it's going to be in the CFL. I don't see him playing in the NFL this season, and if he doesn't get his act straight, I don't see him playing in 2017 either. This guy is too much of a risk to himself and to whatever team signs him. The kid needs help. He's not going to find it on a football field. They got, they got bars in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and he may be behind them. Uh, hey, Goose. <laughs> I, I, Very good. Kind boom. <laughs> Goose, I know you like what the Broncos are doing, which is basically sitting back and lying in the weeds. But I'll be honest with you. I like what Kansas City, the team you used to cover, did, which was we signed some of its key players, like Derek Johnson, Tom Bahali, Jay Howard. And they brought in a good offensive tackle, Mitch Schwartz, uh, to solve one of their biggest knee, areas of knees, which is pass blocking. Yeah, but that, that's how you win in this league. You draft well and keep your own. When you re-sign your own players, you know exactly what you're getting. When you sign free agents off other teams, oftentimes you don't know what you're getting. You think you know, but you don't. The Steelers, the Steelers have historically signed their own, so have the Packers, which is why they're annual contenders. When you're signing your own, you limit the chance of misjudging a player's character on and off the field. When you go shopping for agency, all too often it's buyer beware. Ronnie, we're running out of time here, but I also like what your Raiders are doing. They brought in uh, the best offensive guard on the board. Uh, they brought in Ken Norm McAlite from Seattle and pass rusher Bruce Irvin, and they hired a solid corner in Sean Smith. So uh, I think they're right there with Kansas City. Yeah, and i got to give a lot, <clears throat> a lot of credit uh, to where you wouldn't expect it, which is the owner, Mark Davis, who's been patient with Reggie McKenzie, gave him a reasonable amount of time uh, to rebuild his team, recognize the holes in the financially and otherwise that they were in, and showed what is missing amongst those most uh, NFL owners which is patience, and it looks like patience is starting to pay off. Well, I'm running out of patience here, guys, too, so we're going to go to commercial. We're going to stop talking money and start looking to the future, specifically the Hall of Fame's class of 2021 when we return. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Control, do you like mortgages? Negative. Over. Do you like rockets? Affirmative. Over. Do you like rocket mortgages? I'm listening. Over. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans is the first on-demand mortgage machine that turns the entire mortgage process into a fast, powerful, completely online experience. Copy that, QL1. I'm going to go ahead and push this button in. Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button, get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org number 33. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome to Burger King. Hey, I'm legit hungry. What you guys got on this um, two-for-five deal? How about Burger King's new extra-long fish sandwich? Tender, flaky fish with a light, crispy breading. Just two for five dollars. 
extra long, but still two for five. Yep, or you could mix and match with other great sandwiches, like our new extra long buttery cheeseburger. It's all part of Burger King's two for five dollar deal. That's perfect. So perfect, I'm doing a dance back here. The new extra long fish sandwich, now part of the two for five dollar deal, only at Burger King. Limited time only, price of participation vary. I just feel like something's missing. I know. What we had was so big. And warm and bright. And yellow. Oh, I really miss the sun. No sun? No problem. Centrum, the most trusted multivitamins, now have more of the vitamin D3 you need. Get the vitamin D you could be missing this winter with Centrum Multivitamins, now our highest level of D3 ever. I moved to Boston when I was two. There was 14 of us in in a four-bedroom apartment in the projects in Boston. To be the first, actually, kid to buy a house in my family. I just realized that. I'm the first kid to buy a house. It's a very proud moment. Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it. This is Lori Grenier. You've seen me on Shark Tank hearing pitches from small businesses. Now there is a new way for small businesses to get a loan in minutes. It's called Cabbage. That's Cabbage with a K. Just fill out the application online. You'll get an instant decision and could have access to a line of credit of up to $100,000. No waiting, no hassle. Cabbage is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and is a Forbes Top 100 company. Go to Cabbage.com, that's Cabbage with a K, K K-A-B-B-A-G-E, or call 888-CABBAGE. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Gosselin. Cannot win with him. And Clark Judge. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Well, my clean PC is a winner. If your computer runs slowly, just go to mycleanpc.com for a free computer diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software to clean up what may be slowing it down. That's mycleanpc.com. Grasshopper's a winner, too. Grasshopper's the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone system into a business phone system with Grasshopper. Get a local or toll-free number or bring your own. See how it works? Go to grasshopper.com. Guys, before we went to break, I mentioned the class of 2021, and I don't know if you have taken a look at it, but you should check out the lineup. I wrote about it last week on our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, and the list has grown since then, and it's impressive. First, of course, we have Peyton Manning. And before we go farther, Derek, and I'm talking about our producer, Derek Burns. Derek, could you dial up that soundbite from Manning's Farewell News Conference? I like it because it demonstrates that Peyton Manning not only was an elite player, but he was someone who, even on an emotional day where he announced he was quitting the sport he loved, he kept his Hall of Fame sense of humor. So, Derek, let's have a listen. A week before the Super Bowl, our daughter Mosley asked me, Daddy, is this the last game? Yes, Mosley, it's the last game of the season. I sure do want you to win that trophy. I do too, Mosley. And that's what we're going to try to do. Then she asked, Daddy, is this the last game ever? And that's just when I shook my head in amazement because I was thinking Morton Adam Schefter had gotten to my five-year-old daughter to cultivate a new source. Manning won more games, passed more yards, more touchdowns than any quarterback in history. And he's got a Super Bowl ring in each hand. Brett Favre was a slam dunk last month. And Manning has a better resume than Favre. So, yeah, I think you can pencil in Manning as a class of 2021's commencement speaker. Well, I I know we've been down this road before, Ronnie, but um, the presentation of Manning five years from now, the Hall of Fame Board of Selectors, you know something? 
That's a job I'd like to have. You'd like to have it too because you spend exactly what? Five, six seconds max on your feet? Or as long as it takes to say the words Peyton Manning. And then you sit down, period. No, you're right. As as a patron saint of lost causes in that room, I... I, uh... (laughs) Uh, I'd love to have one of those guys. But, you know, we've seen it a few times. We saw, I saw it with Elway, saw it with Favre. I would hope that it happened with Montana and Marino. You know, the Gettysburg Address was a great but short speech. The Manning presentation should be shorter. Yeah, not you, great. You, you're, you're right. And, and it was this year when Pete Doherty, who we had on the show from the Green Bay Press-Gazette, that's Pete Doherty, friend of the show. He spent, what, six, seven seconds, something, saying Brett Favre, and they sat down. Uh, any better job out there than this? Yeah, uh, maybe uh, Donald Trump's campaign manager. The more Trump is criticized, the more his poll numbers seem to rise. Yeah, you're right. You're right. right. Ron, you, you got a better job than that. Well, yeah, the, Trump's advance man. You just got to unlock the door and 25,000 people show up and start beating the crap out of each other. It's a great job. <laughs> I thought that was your campaign manager, Ron. Yeah. Uh, also in this class, and I'm talking about the class of 2021 for the Hall of Fame, Charles Woodson, Calvin Johnson, Marshawn Lynch, Jared Allen, Logan Mankins, and maybe, just maybe, B.J. Raji. Okay, so I mean, B.J. doesn't exactly measure up to the others, but this is one of the best lists, I think, of first-year eligibles I've seen in a long, long time. And, Goose, I'll ask you, since you're our local historian, you remember anything approximating this, and, and I mean in recent memory? Yeah, the last class with this kind of star power was 2004, when John Elway, Barry Sanders, and myself all went in. Oh, <laughs> but, but let, let me say this. I voted for two of those people. Yeah. <laughs> the, cl- the, class of, the class of 2010 wasn't bad either with Jerry Rice and Emmett Smith, first ballot guys. But I'm, I'm strong on the 2004. Yeah, I, I like that 2004 class, Goose. Um, and listen, of that group behind Manny, I'm talking about the class of 2021, not the class of 2004 with our Rick Goslin. Um, I'm supposing that you guys like Charles Woodson the most. Correct, Goose? Yeah, it's hard to argue the player tied for fifth all-time in the interception was 65, except that the player he's tied with, Ken Riley, has been eligible for the Hall for 29 years now and has never once been in the room as a finalist. But understanding the latest is the greatest mentality that permeates that room, I'd be surprised if Woodson is not standing alongside Manning on that can stage in August of 2021. Yeah, I, I see Woodson as the only other player who really seems close to a lock to me. Greater. Um, uh, <laughs> well, there you, go. you know, not like Manny, but but close. Depending on who else is on the ballot that year, uh, the rest though you, uh, you could make a case for, but the, but they all have flaws. To be honest, you know, I never watched Lynch and thought Hall of Famer, and it's same true with the other guys. This may be yeah, they may be Hall of Famers, uh, but they're the kind of guys whose careers I think uh, need to be you know looked at quite hard uh, before you make that decision. Well, Ron, let's address some of those guys. I mean, we spoke with Calvin Johnson last week, and I want to get back to him. Um, you mentioned his numbers approximating Herman Moore, and, and you're not far off. Though, no, I mean, I'm Calvin, not. But though Calvin Johnson had more catches, more yards, and more TDs, and his career did end, or at least may have ended, at the age of 30. But Herman Moore is not in the Hall of Fame, and he's not on the Hall of Fame radar. And honestly, I think he never will be. So where does Megatron fit in? Well, I, you know, I think uh, not a single person on earth not named Herman Moore thinks Herman Moore has a chance to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, uh, but the numbers aren't that different. And, and just because you were a big-bodied guy with good hands and you played at a time when nobody could breathe on you, let alone touch you, it doesn't automatically make you a Hall of Famer. 
Again, he may be, uh, but I just think his candidacy should be looked at beyond the numbers a little bit because that's our job, first off, and that's also our dilemma. You know, if it's just about numbers, they don't need any of us. Just run the computer and stick them in. You know what? But where's the context of it all? Wes Welker has fantastic numbers too. So what? Right. right. Uh, you, you know, they're playing touch football in the secondary now. Everybody has numbers. Well, Goose, Goose and, and I'll, I'll ask both you guys this, but um, Goose, I want to start with you here. Would you put Megatron ahead of the receivers on the 2017 ballot? Let's just say he's on the ballot next year, and I know he's not. But let's just say he's on there. We've got Heinz Ward, Terrell Owens, Ike Bruce, Torrey Holt. Where's Megatron fitting there, if yeah, he were I, to be in there? I would put him above them, and I'll give you context. He did things in his career no other receiver has ever done. He averaged 86 yards per game, nine more yards than anyone else. He averaged 1,291 yards per season, 86 more than anyone else. And that second guy is Jerry Rice. He also holds the NFL single-season record for receiving yards at 1,964 yards. That's 100 yards better than anyone else in the history of the game. When you judge players, you want to see impact. You want to see dynamic. And that's what you saw in Kelvin Johnson. How about you, Ron? Well, I, I think that uh, uh, the context that Goose is talking about is that he played in Detroit. That's the only context <laughs> that Goose cares about. I mean, look. Okay, uh, Mr. Rady. Look, yeah. look, the fact of the matter is this. You can cite all these numbers. He did this. He did that. He did something else. He did them at a time where he couldn't even touch the guy. My God. I mean, you know, what are we talking about here? You know, what did he do for his team? Squat. They won squat. So, you know, that should count for something. He, he helped put him in the playoffs is what he did. I mean, when they got in the playoffs, because yeah, of one guy. It was this yeah. guy. Well, I'm not, someone had to throw him the ball, so I'd say it was at least two guys. But, so if but, you're saying if, but if these the numbers, are, these numbers are funny numbers. You all know they're funny numbers. Ron, you're you're acting saying, like they're legitimate numbers. Ron, they're not. Ron, are you saying if the Lions had won one Super Bowl, they'd have 11 players in? No, I wouldn't say that at all. What franchise like that? Hey, yeah. hey Goose, well, quickly. deservedly so. Goose, quickly, <laughs> I want to ask you about the two others on this list, Allen and Lynch. I mean, to me, Allen's the more desirable, but I don't know that either makes it. In fact, I'd be willing to say Lynch does not, only because you have to get in line behind two other Seattle backs, and that's Sean Alexander and Ricky Waters. And, you know, honestly, neither were semifinalists this year. Yeah, I think both these guys are long shots at best. You know, Allen probably has the best shot, but no championship, no all-decade acclaim. You know, Kevin Green finished skirting in the top three in sacks and took him 12 years to get in. So I think if Allen gets in, it's going to be after a long wait. You agree with him, Ronnie? Yeah, I mean, look, there's 46 running backs in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. If you're the third greatest running back on your own team, <laughs> right. better, how do you get into the top 50? I mean, you know, Thank you, Ron Borges. You know something, Ron? One guy who yeah. should be in the Oakland Raiders Hall of Fame is up next, and it's not you. Oh, I'm talking about former me. quarterback Rich Gannon, and he's going to join us after this. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly and whose computer doesn't, just go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis, and within minutes you can download software to cure what may be ailing your PC. That's MyCleanPC.com. This is Lori Grenier. You've seen me on Shark Tank hearing pitches from small businesses. Now there is a new way for small businesses to get a loan in minutes. It's called Cabbage. That's Cabbage with a K. Just fill out the application online. You'll get an instant decision and could have access to a line of credit of up to $100,000. No waiting, no hassle. Cabbage is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and is a Forbes Top 100 company. Go to cabbage.com, that's cabbage with a K, K-A-B-B-A-G-E, or call 888-CABBAGE. Hey, you woke up today. Big win. Time for a reward. Right now at Burger King, get two hot and flaky croissant breakfast sandwiches for just $4. That's two croissant for just $4 at Burger King. 
piled high with crispy bacon, fluffy egg, and melted cheese, and they're two for four dollars. That's a breakfast deal so good, you may just become a morning person. Get the two for four dollar crisp sandwich deal today, only at Burger King. Limited time only. Price and participation vary. The kitchen, that's home. I know that's like my grandma cooked, my mom cooked. I cook. Chocolate bread pudding and souffles and banana bread. I make a lot of banana bread because the baby likes bananas. So we always have bananas in the house. <laughs> home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it. I just feel like something's missing. I know. What we had was so big. And warm and bright. And yellow. Oh, I really miss the sun. No sun? No problem. Centrum, the most trusted multivitamins, now have more of the vitamin D3 you need. Get the vitamin D you could be missing this winter with Centrum Multivitamins, now our highest level of D3 ever. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. The Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone system into a business phone system with Grasshopper. Get a local, a toll-free number, or just bring your own. See how it works? Go to grasshopper.com. By now, you should know. We're also brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, go to mycleanpc.com for a free computer diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software to clean it up. And you can clean up what may be slowing it down. That's mycleanpc.com. Well, we've been talking about free agency, and our first guest is one of the best and brightest free agent additions in NFL history. I'm speaking, of course, of former quarterback Rich Gannon, who joined the Oakland Raiders in 1999 and went on to lead them to their last Super Bowl. Uh, I love that music. Their last Super Bowl, <laughs> their last winning season, and such a string of success that he was named a league MVP, a pro bowler four straight years, and he first team All-Pro twice. Now, of course, he's a broadcaster for CBS Sports and Sirius XM NFL Radio and a guest with us. Rich, I want to thank you for being here. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be on. Well, Rich, I, I mentioned your career with the Raiders, and you hear that music in the background. You never get tired of hearing that. Um, listen, they just added a quality guard, a pass rusher, and a quality cornerback through agency. Free agency, I'm sorry, but you like the direction the team is going, and, and when do you think we see the Oakland Raiders in the playoff again? Yeah, I really like what I see, guys. I, I just, you know, first of all, you've got to give Reggie McKenzie a lot of credit. That, that was a very tough spot to be in a couple of years ago. They didn't have the draft picks. They didn't have any money to spend in free agency. And it was pretty painful those first couple of years, but they went out and really hit on the quarterback a couple of years ago and Derek Carr, Amari Cooper last year. They did a nice job, Khalil Mack. They did a nice job with the draft, and then they put some pieces in place for agency. Now they've been very aggressive the last few years, spending in free agency. I hope it pays off. But you know, I talked to Jack Delver about the combine. He feels really good about the direction the team is heading, and I think the next step for them is to have double-digit wins and make the playoffs. And I think that division, that AFC West, is going through a little bit of a transformation right now. When you look at Peyton Manning stepping down in, in Denver. Brock Osweiler leaving in free agency. So I think the Raiders have a, a much better chance now that Manning is no longer in the division. Hey, Rich, speaking of Brock Osweiler, he, he signed that $72 million contract in free agency with $37 million of a guarantee. Just out of curiosity, 
When you signed your six-year, $26 million contract with the Raiders from free agency back in 1999, how much money did Al Davis guarantee you? Not a lot, I can tell you that. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, but I'll, I'll say this. Um, I, I was just thrilled for the opportunity to finally have my own team. I had to wait, guys, you know, a long time to finally get a, an organization, really a head coach to believe in me, and really gave me the keys to the car. And had a great relationship with John, and, and Al Davis was very supportive, and, and Bruce Allen. And we really changed the culture and the environment of an organization that had really been down on the luck and you know three straight years we went to you know we went to the playoffs we had the uh i think we won the we went to two NFC championships we won three division titles so you know we we left our mark there and unfortunately you know the team has struggled since hadn't had a winning season since i was there in 2002 and and uh but i was just thrilled to get, get an organization that would really give me a chance to, to be a starter it's, the, the raiders have certainly run through their share of quarterbacks since you left Kerry Collins, Andrew Walter, Dante Culpepper, Jamarcus Russell, Jason Campbell, Carson Palmer, Terrell Pryor. Do they finally have the right guy in Derek Carr? I mean, that's a long list of quarterbacks. You know, <laughs> I, I really believe that they do. I think, I think if you go back to that draft class a couple years ago, there was three quarterbacks taken in the first round. Obviously, Johnny Mandel was one of them. He was just recently cut by the Browns. You look at Teddy Bridgewater, uh, and you also look at, at Blake Bortles. And I really think that the the Raiders got the best quarterback in that draft, and Derek Carr. I, you know, the, the knock on him coming out was he wouldn't sit in there. To, you know, he wouldn't sit in there in, in the midst of a rush and and set his feet and throw the football. And I, I studied him as a rookie year, and I, I saw him do that a bunch. And he didn't play with a great supporting cast. The offensive line wasn't very good. They didn't have any receivers with any speed. They didn't have a running game, and yet this kid still played well enough to give him a chance to be in a lot of football games. So. I just think his accuracy, his anticipation, his arm talent, his toughness, his leadership, his football IQ, I, I think he's going to be a really good one when it's all said and done. We're speaking with one of the really good ones, former quarterback Rich Gannon, now with CBS Sports and Sirius XM NFL Radio. And Rich, the Raiders, as we mentioned, got it right with you in free agency, but so many others do not. I mean, spending a gazillion dollars on guys who really don't wash out. question for you is how much importance – do you attach to free agency? I guess what I'm asking is how much importance do you attach to it versus the draft? Well, I really believe that you build a football team by drafting and developing young players. And I, I just think you look at the teams that are so consistent on a yearly basis in terms of wins and losses, and I think you look at the Patriots, you look at the Steelers, you look at the Ravens, you look at the Green Bay Packers, and all these teams do a really good job identifying talent, drafting those players, and then training them in their systems and keeping them. That's really the key to it. And I just think that these organizations, the Raiders being one of them, they've been, you know, they spent a lot of money this year. So did Jacksonville. The Giants spent a boatload, especially on their defense. I'm just curious if it's going to pay off because sometimes you look at what Miami did last year and again this year. Miami spent over $100 million in Endowment Can Sue. How'd that work for them last year? Was the run defense any better? Was the defense overall any better? Did they win more football games? No. And so I think you've got to be really careful. If there's a player that fits, uh, in terms of what you're looking for from your scheme, if he fits the locker room and, and the overall makeup and mentality of your organization, then maybe it makes some sense. But to overspend in free agency, I think, really has hurt some teams in the past. Hey, Rich, I've, I've known L. Davis through the years, and he would always tell me that they all want to play for the Raiders. Every player out there wants to play for me and the Raiders. Is that true? Well, for a period, it was certainly when they were, you know, they were really successful, won a lot of games in the '70s and the '80s. I would tell you that in the '90s, that wasn't true, and 
you know, I went there. It wasn't a very popular destination in 1999, and, and then eventually it, it became that, you know, and, and we, we started getting really good quality players. Jerry Rice came and Trace Armstrong and John Perella and Rod Woodson, and we started getting some really good quality free agents that wanted to play in Oakland. And then, you know, after 2003, 2004, the culture changed again, and they started making coaching changes, firing guys, quarterback changes, and they just didn't have any consistency. And then it became a place the players didn't want to play. Now, as Reggie McKenzie just said, that now he doesn't have to, you know, they have to sell people so much on the Raiders. People are beginning to see that hey, they got a young quarterback, they got young talent on both sides of the ball. They've got to rebuild the secondary. There's no question about that. They still need a couple more pieces uh, defensively, but I think this is a team that's. That's certainly on the upswing, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him in the playoffs in 2016. Wow. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you because I asked you initially when could you see them in there. You, you see them because of the, the, the division so wide open that they could make it this year. Yeah, you know, I, I'd say San Diego is a team that's, that's got some issues, and, and uh, right. I think Mike McCoy was very fortunate to survive last year. There's talk about, you know, maybe – uh, moving and you know, Philip Rivers isn't getting any younger. They've had a difficult time running the football. They've had a ton of injuries. They've never really, re- they've never really built that offensive line around them. They've got a lot of pieces that are still missing defensively. So, you know, I, I think that's a team that's got a lot of work to do. Kansas City's always been consistent with Andy Reid. Alex Smith takes great care of the football. I think Denver will still be competitive because they have a great defense. And regardless of who plays quarterback, I think you know Gary. Kubiak will put together a plan and focus on running the football. But I really think the Raiders and the job that Jack Del Rio has done, he's put together a good staff. They've got some good players. They've had money to spend. And I really like this quarterback. I think they've got a chance to surprise some people this year. Rich, we've got about 45 seconds left, but I wanted to ask you this question. As I recall, you were originally drafted by the Patriots in 87, and I think they were going to put you at running back. But anyway, uh, it wasn't going to be a quarterback. That's what I remember. So, I, I do remember you balking at playing there, and eventually you were traded to Minnesota. Two-part question. A, how did you have the guts to say no? And B, what would have happened had you not been traded? Well, I probably well the reason I did it was I was smart enough to know that if I had never played that position at, at any point in my football career, very slim chance that I was going to be able to make a team playing running back or defensive back in the NFL. So I was smart enough to know that. I had a, an opportunity to go to law school, so that was certainly – a possibility and you know had I not had I gone to the Patriots which I would have gone I mean I would have gone to training camp I would have tried to convince them that I'm a quarterback but at the time they were pretty in pretty good shape so I'm just very fortunate that it worked out the way it did. Rich we're fortunate to have had you on here thanks for the time and behalf of Raider fans everywhere thanks so much for the memories. Thanks guys you got a great show I appreciate having me. That was former quarterback Rich Gannon when we return we'll hear why another former star this one with the Philadelphia Eagles deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly and whose computer doesn't, just go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software to cure what may be ailing your PC. That's MyCleanPC.com. Hey, you woke up today. Big win. Time for a reward. Right now at Burger King, get two hot and flaky croissant breakfast sandwiches for just $4. That's two croissant for just $4 at Burger King. Piled high with crispy bacon, fluffy egg, and melted cheese, and they're two for $4. That's a breakfast deal so good, you may just become a morning person. Get the two for $4 croissant deal today, only at Burger King. Limited time only, price and participation vary. I just feel like something's missing. I know. What we had was so big. And warm and bright. And yellow. 
Oh, I really miss the sun. No sun? No problem. Centrum, the most trusted multivitamins, now have more of the vitamin D3 you need. Get the vitamin D you could be missing this winter with Centrum Multivitamins, now our highest level of D3 ever. When you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy. Too busy worrying about your budget. Too busy scheduling appointments. Too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy for you to create your stunning website. Go to Wix.com and create your website today. It's easy and free. That's Wix.com. I moved to Boston when I was two. There was 14 of us in, in a four-bedroom apartment in the projects in Boston. To be the first, actually, kid to buy a house in my family. I just realized that. I'm the first kid to buy a house. It's a very proud moment. Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. Talk of Fame Network's brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, go to MyCleanPC.com for a free computer diagnosis. That's Ron's favorite diagnosis. It's free. And within minutes, you can download software to clean up what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone system into a business phone system with Grasshopper. Get a local or toll-free number or bring your own. To see how it works, just go to grasshopper.com. This has been a tough two weeks for the Chicago Bears, and not because of anything that happened in free agency, but because of what happened to two of their former quarterbacks. We mentioned the passing of former quarterback Rudy Bukic a couple weeks ago, and now the guy he supplanted in 1965, Billy Wade, He's gone to, uh, like Rudy Bukic, he was 85 years old, and he was the quarterback who led the Chicago Bears to the 1963 NFL Championship, and that's a game I think all three of us saw. Yeah, Clark, and what I remember about Billy Wade was that single-bar face mask. He right. was a tough guy playing in a tough town for a tough team. He made the plays to win a championship. He was a Phil Sims of his day. Yeah, and that was a very good team, Goose. Very good team led by a great secondary, but you're right, a tough guy. Uh, you know what people may not know about him is that after he underwent surgery for glaucoma late in his life, he became legally blind. Uh, and I remember Mike Downey of the Chicago Tribune, whom we all know, uh, columnist, caught up to him prior to uh, Super Bowl 41 between the, the Colts and the Bears, and he asked Billy if he was going to it. And he said, yeah, I would, if I could see it. So he didn't. Uh, anyway, it's uh, very sad to hear his passing. <laughs> And speaking of passing, we just lost a Hall of Fame-worthy player earlier this month when the Eagles' Al Wistert. Al Wistert died at the age of 95. And if you haven't heard of him, you're not alone. Uh, neither has the Hall's selectors. Uh, Al Wistert was an all-decade choice who played tackle on both sides of the ball, who was the captain of the 1948 and 49 NFL championship teams, and who was an all-pro in eight eight of the nine seasons he played with Philadelphia. Yet he's not in the Hall of Fame, and please, don't ask me why. He was so good at the University of Michigan, he had his number retired, and he's in the school's Hall of Fame. He was so good with the Eagles, he had his number retired there too. 
He's in the Franchises Hall of Fame. And he was so good in the pros that Hall of Fame coach George Allen named him one of his top 10 tackles of all time in George Allen's book, Pro Football's 100 Greatest Players. So what you say? Well, so the other nine are in the Hall of Fame. The one who's not, Al Wister. Al was a guy who played both ways, as I mentioned, uh, offense, defense, for 60 minutes and who was the leader of a defense that pitched back-to-back shutouts of the 48 and 49 championship games. And speaking of that 48 game, by the way, it was a 7-0 defeat of the Chicago Cardinals in a blinding snowstorm where Hall of Famer Steve Van Buren scored the only touchdown on a short run. And that run was keyed by the block of his right tackle, a guy named Al Wistert. Al was the greatest offensive tackle I've seen or played with, said his former teammate, and that would be a guy named Bosch Pritchard. You know something, guys? Sometimes it takes a death to awaken voters to a Hall of Fame-worthy candidate they overlook. It happened with Ken Stabler this year, and it should happen with Al Wistert, and soon. Hey, Clark, there were two tackles on the 1940s All-Decade team, George Connor and Al Wistert. Connor played for the Bears, is in a Hall of Fame. Wistert, who played for the Eagles, is not. The Bears have 27 players in the Hall of Fame. The Eagles have nine. Did Wistert just have the misfortune of playing for the wrong franchise? Yeah, I'd say apparently, Goose, although, I mean, as I mentioned, the Eagles won back-to-back championships, and they were in three state title games, uh, but they didn't have a winning season before Al Wister appeared, and maybe it's those Eagles that voters from way back when remembered. All I know is that Chicago won four championships in that decade and appeared in five, so I understand why those voters uh, gave them more people and more players in the Hall of Fame. But how can you leave a guy with this... This kind of record, I, that's what I just don't get. How can you leave the record out? I, I, how can you ignore it? I don't, I don't get it. So, and maybe, apparently, but I, I just don't get it. Well, do you think that he's just a guy who got lost in the, in the, in the shuffle? You know, the, the hall didn't start till the early 60s. And right. they were putting in all those great stars, the Red Grangers, Bronco Nagurskis. Seems like uh, some guys got passed over. Do you think that's what happened? And do you think it's too late for him now? Do I think that's what happened, Ron? Yeah, I do think that's what's happened. And he's gotten forgotten. Uh, is it too late for him now? I guess that's up to guys like you and Rick and, and the senior committee. I mean, you resurrected Dick Stanfield when I didn't think it was possible for him to get in, and yet he did. You can do that without Wister. Well, that's the signal that's time to move on with our two-minute drill, where I'll ask the questions, Rick and Ron are going to answer, and Derek will keep time. And Derek, hopefully better than he does at the Republican debate. So let's get started, guys. Who's your free agent winner? The Raiders, they signed three players at three key positions in today's NFL. Left tackle, pass rusher, and cornerback. The Giants, they just bought a defense in one day. If they did it a year ago, Tom Coughlin would still be working. Who's your free agent loser? Bronze Giants, who spent $197 million to fix the worst defense, and not one of the four players they signed has ever been to a Pro Bowl. Denver, grand plan at the grand position, blew up in their grand faces. If Batman versus Superman is the cinema's dawn of justice, what's the dawn of justice in the NFL? The Second Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals versus the destruction of a cell phone. Agreed. Three judge appellate panel deflates Tom Brady and sends his ass to the sidelines. <laughs> Maybe I should ask that question again, guys. I didn't like those answers. Anyway, Bernie Sanders is knocking trade deals since 2001. So what's the worst trade deal in the NFL since 2001? The Redskins sending three first-round picks and a second for the right to draft RG3. This dude's peeking over my shoulder, Clark. That was my answer. (laughs) (laughs) Complete this sentence. Russell Wilson and Tiara are the best tandem since... Sean Penn and Madonna. 
Ouch. Ooh, good one. But Dennis Rodman. Bunchin and Brady in that order. <laughs> What's more violent? Pittsburgh Ravens game or Donald Trump rally? Toss up. Plenty of illegal hits in both cases. I'd say a Trump rally, even the 78-year-olds with ponytails can get involved. George Martin, that'd be George Martin of the Beatles, not of the Giants. George Martin, Curtis Martin, or Harvey Martin? None of the above. Dean Martin. Volare. <laughs> oh. uh, audio effects, I like. Struther Martin, because whenever I deal with you, Clark, it's just like Struther said. What we have here is a failure to communicate. Osweiler says Peyton Manning taught him to be a pro. What did he teach you? To leave the game before the game leaves you. He taught me how to cut that meat. Cut that meat. <laughs> <laughs> Dosekis announced that Jonathan Goldsmith has been retired as the most interesting man in the world. So who's the most interesting man in the NFL? Jerry Jones. Goose with Josh Gordon, a close second. The most interesting man in the world could speak Russian in French. So what can your most interesting man in the NFL do? Transform a team that's won three playoff games the last 20 years into the most valuable sporting franchise in the world. One can crunch numbers. The other can roll weed. <laughs> we're not rolling weed. We're rolling out of here. That's the end of our first hour. When we return, we'll salute St. Patrick's Day, the NCAA basketball tournament. You hear from the University of Illinois' new coach, that's football, not basketball, Lovey Smith. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. When you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy. Too busy worrying about your budget. Too busy scheduling appointments. Too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy for you to create your stunning website. Go to Wix.com and create your website today. It's easy and free. That's Wix.com. Hi, Tom Bodette, trying to understand this whole dating app thing. You're supposed to swipe right for the profiles you're into and left for the ones you're not. So if I'm attracted to a clean, comfortable room for the lowest price of any national chain at Motel 6, I'd swipe right, right? Or was it left? Wait, I just sent myself a picture of myself. 6-3? Yeah, right. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. Welcome to Burger King. Hey, I'm legit hungry. What you guys got on this um, two for five deal? How about Burger King's new extra long fish sandwich? Tender flaky fish with a light crispy breading. Just two for five dollars. Extra long, but still two for five. Yep, or you could mix and match with other great sandwiches, like our new extra long buttery cheeseburger. It's all part of Burger King's two for five dollar deal. That's perfect. So perfect, I'm doing a dance back here. The new extra long fish sandwich, now part of the two for five dollar deal, only at Burger King. Limited time only, price of participation vary. I just feel like something's missing. I know. What we had was so big. And warm and bright. And yellow. Oh, I really miss the sun. No sun? No problem. Centrum, the most trusted multivitamins, now have more of the vitamin D3 you need. Get the vitamin D you could be missing this winter with Centrum Multivitamins. Now our highest level of D3 ever. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. From Glen to Glen and down the mountainside, the 
summer's gone. Well, we're back with the second hour of the Talk of Fame Network. And yes, it's Irish Week. It's Danny Boy. In case you didn't know, it's Irish Week where the Chicago River runs as green as some of these NFL free agents. It's also, of course, NCAA Tournament Week. And Goose, you have SMU. You, SMU is not in your bracket, is it? Please tell me it's not in your bracket. No, no probation teams. Okay. Ron? Harvard's not in your bracket either, huh? No, they're working on global warming. <laughs> anyway, we're going to acknowledge both those events, not those teams, those events here. First part starting with St. Patrick's Day and the best that the Irish, Notre Dame, the Green, you name it, have given the NFL. So, Ron, I'll begin with you. If you had to open an Irish Hall of Fame for NFL luminaries, you heard me, luminaries, who's your first inductee and why? And, Ron, no Billy Sullivan and no patio furniture on here, okay? Man, my first inductee. My first inductee is, is easy. And you wouldn't have expected him. Alan O'Page. Alan Page, who played for the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. <laughs> He's got to be have some Irish blood in him or something. He's one of the great defensive linemen ever. Great jurish. Alan O'Page. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rick, we're going to turn that O'Page to you. You're next. It's the Irish Hall of Fame, and you now have the first choice. Who Jim goes Kelly, in? Jim Kelly, Hall of Fame quarterback. Uh, he accomplished a feat no quarterback has accomplished since Otto Graham. He took a team to four consecutive NFC cha- NFL championship games. From 1993, there was no more fun offense to watch in the NFL than the Kagan in Buffalo. And the trigger man, Irish Jim Kelly, made it all work. Okay. Well, I guess it's my choice now. And no surprise here, guys. I'm going with the Bay Area's favorite Irishman. Tom Brady. Free Brady! He's won as many Super Bowls as that other Bay Area favorite, Joe Montana. He's been to more Super Bowls than anyone, period. He's more than the best quarterback of his generation. He's Ron's next column, no matter what time of year it is. The only thing he's not, guys, a friend of the show. But we're working on that. We have Ron on the case. And uh, how's that going, Ronnie? Well, so far it's been a deflating situation, Clark, but uh, you know, we, we, we continue to work on it. Well, I'm a judge, so I can rule on that, okay? Um, let's forget Brady for a second. I know that's not easy for you, Ron, but the football team. Now, the football team you'd like to put in your Irish Hall of Fame. Once again, I'm going to slip you guys the Mickey. Uh, the 1956 Fighting Irish of Notre Dame, led by Paul Horning, who won the Heisman Trophy that year despite playing on a 2-8 two, two team. That stunk making him the only Heisman winner ever from a losing team. Maybe the problem was most of their players weren't Irish. We believe in multiculturalism <laughs> here, so we're going with the 56 Fighting Irish led by Paul Horning. Okay, Goose, you're up next. You could put one team in your Irish Hall of Fame, so who is it going to be? No surprise here, guys. I'll go with the 1966 Michigan State Spartans, coached oh, by that yeah. little leprechaun himself, Duffy Doherty. Spartans went 9-0-1 that season to win their last national championship. A 10-10 tie with Notre Dame spoiled their chance to become consensus national champ. And guys, you know who the quarterback was for Notre Dame that day? You want an Irish name? Coley Coley O'Brien. Coley O'Brien. Coley Coley O'Brien. That's right. That's right. Um, And uh, was it that win? (laughs) <laughs> who, was the, who was it? Nick Nick Eddie didn't show up for that. Wasn't he hurt or something? Goose? Nick, was Nick he tripped getting off the train in East right. Lansing. We got to wonder if uh, the Duffy was hosing down the, the frozen platform. And, and uh, Terry Henry, he got hurt in the first quarter. That's right. You know what I'm wondering, Goose? 
Where's that marching band? You just mentioned Michigan State. Greatness of Michigan State. Where's the band? Where's they're Spartacus? With the basketball team. Where are all those people? <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> yeah, they're in there with the basketball team. Oh, okay. they're, busy. they're busy today. It's busy this week. Trying to win well, the national title. Goose, like you, this one's an easy one for me. And it has nothing to do with Notre Dame. It has nothing to do with Michigan State or Duffy Doherty or any team Joe Montana quarterback. It's the 1970 Dartmouth Big Green. We not only were unbeaten. Yeah, they were unbeaten. They were outscored. No, they were unbeaten, but they outscored their opponents 311 to 42 with six shutouts, won the Lambert Trophy over a Penn State team with Franco Harris and Lido Mitchell, and they ranked 14th. Ron, 14th in national polls. They would wow. be on CBS at that time if they could. Their basketball team were any good, but it wasn't. Bob Blackman was the head coach. Jim Chasey was the All-East quarterback. And a defensive back named Willie Bogan. Bogus? The Colts. You have Colts draft pick who turned down Baltimore to go to Oxford. You heard me, Oxford, to pursue a Rhodes scholarship. A Rhodes, guys. That's something Johnny Menzel hit last week. Now, Who'd you know play? what I want to hit? Who they play? St. Mary's, St. Cecilia's, St. Margarita's? I mean, who the heck did they play? They played everyone that mattered in the Ivy League and beat them, including Yale, who was also ranked that year with Dick Durant, one of the great backs of all time in the Ivy League, and also a NFLer. Um, now, you know what I tell you what I'd like to do? I'd like to cue up like? that music again. Derek, you have that music from CBS? Where's that tournament? Where is it? There it is, and it's not Dartmouth going in. No, they're not going to the tournament, neither is Harvard. But Yale is. Yep, Yale's going in honest. Rick, since you're a Michigan State grad, and the Spartans are one of the NCAA tournament's heavyweights, and their band is out to lunch here today, apparently, let's open this discussion with you. We're talking about great NFL players who were once great basketball players. And they're oh, wait a minute, they're plenty. Yeah, they're and they were, they were with the, they, the were, they were with the basketball team. Who's your first draft pick here, Goose? Well, I'm gonna throw my first curveball. I'm gonna take a guy who's never drafted, never played a down in the NFL, Charlie Ward, who won a Heisman Trophy at Florida State. He also played point guard for the Seminoles and was gonna have a choice of two sports. He made it public. That if he didn't become a first-round draft pick in the NFL, he'd go basketball. And I remember that 1994 draft like it was yesterday. It was gonna, uh, if he was going to go in the first round, it was to Denny Green and the Vikings that were going to take him at 18. But when the Vikings took cornerback Dwayne Washington, Ward slid right out of the first round and right out of the draft. The knock on Ward, he was too small at 5'10", but I saw a guy who could play. Had he played in the NFL, he would have been Russell Wilson 20 years before Russell Wilson. Football's loss was basketball's gain. He wound up playing 11 NBA seasons. Okay, Ron, you're next. You can't take Russell Wilson, and you can't take the tuba player from the Michigan State band. So we're picking an all-NFL basketball team. Who's your guy? This is easy. John Hondo Havlicek played at Ohio State. He was drafted by the Cleveland Browns, even though he hadn't played football since high school, and he showed up at their training camp and was among their last cuts. He then said, well, okay, I'll dribble off to the Boston. Went to the Celtics, became the greatest sixth man in history, a Hall of Famer, and not to mention a guy with a handful of rings. John Havlicek, Hondo. Al Greer throws the ball in, and... Havlicek steals the ball! Havlicek steals the ball! That's right. Johnny Most. <laughs> One of the greatest calls of all time. Um, speaking of great calls, I'm an old-school guy, so I'll take an old-school player. That's one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. That's Otto Graham. Now, he went to Northwestern, as you know, but he went there 
on a basketball scholarship, not a football scholarship. True story. Now, of course, he later took up football. He was a sophomore season, and, and you know what happened there. But as a basketball player, as a senior, he was a first-team All-American and later went on to play for the Rochester Royals and the National Basketball League, where, in 1946, he won the league championship. I see a trend. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, Tony Gonzalez. Easy call here. Yeah. Tight hands have the same body as power forwards in basketball. They know how to get the football, how to shield off defenders, just like they did when they were rebounding. But if you're 6'4", 6'5", you're too small to play power forward in the NBA so football becomes your next option, and, and Tony Gonzalez has led a parade of undersized power forwards into the NFL. Okay, Ron, you're up next. We can almost fill this team. we got four guys right now. You want to fill it with well, a fifth? Well, you know, I, I always like intelligent players, right? So I'm going with Bud Grant, the great <laughs> Bud Grant, who played with the Minneapolis Lakers for two years. Uh, when they were, well, they were one of the NBA's greatest teams at that time, won the championship with big George Mikan. And then he played two years with the Eagles. After that, he trotted off to Canada for a while. He came back and became a Hall of Fame coach of the Minnesota Vikings. And he was also slaughtering deer behind the, uh, the uh, practice <laughs> facility whenever possible. So the guy could do it all. You like intelligent players. I thought you liked intelligent co-hosts. I do, but, you know, I don't have those, so I'm going to go with intelligent players. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I'm going to go with a guy named Julius Thomas. Yeah, you may know him as the tight end for the Jacksonville Jags, formerly the Denver Broncos. He starred at Portland State. Now, I have a nephew who lives in Portland, so I might as well give a plug to one of their favorite sons. Anyway, he led Portland State, the Vikings, by the way, to their first two NCAA tournament bursts in school history. That's 2008 and 2009. And he finished his career as the school's all-time field goal percentage leader. 6-6-3. Almost 67% of his shots he hit. Wow. Listen, I don't care if you're a quarterback or a shooting guard. That number works for me. And, Ron, I bet it works for you, too. Indeed it does. These guys should have gone to the NBA. <laughs> well, listen, he's not Irish. He doesn't play basketball. But the Tampa Tribune's Ira Kaufman, he's a Hall of Fame voter. You know what? We're going to talk to him when we return. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. There are 75 guys in my firehouse. We do 5,000 runs a year. The loud noises of the bells, the sirens, and you come home and you have a dog barking or you have your wife yelling at the kids for not putting dishes in the sink or whatever. That's okay. It's all good. I leave the craziness at work, and when I'm at home, I really enjoy having that madness in a different way. Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it. Control, do you like mortgages? Negative, over. Do you like rockets? Affirmative, over. Do you like rocket mortgages? I'm listening, over. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans is the first on-demand mortgage machine that turns the entire mortgage process into a fast, powerful, completely online experience. Copy that, QL1. I'm going to go ahead and push this button in. Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button, get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Make and receive business calls using our iPhone and Android apps. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Forward your calls to any phone and even get your voicemails transcribed. Join over 250,000 small businesses who stay connected with Grasshopper. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. I just feel like something's missing. I know. What we had was so big. And warm. And bright. And yellow. 
Oh, I really miss the sun. No sun? No problem. Centrum, the most trusted multivitamins, now have more of the vitamin D3 you need. Get the vitamin D you could be missing this winter with Centrum Multivitamins, now our highest level of D3 ever. This is Lori Grenier. You've seen me on Shark Tank. I'm always hearing from business owners who just can't get the money they need to grow. It's time for funding to catch up to the 21st century. It's time for Cabbage. Fill out the application online and you'll get a decision in minutes and could have access to a line of credit of up to $100,000. No waiting, no hassle. Cabbage is the real deal, A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and twice a Forbes Top 100 company. So go to Cabbage.com. That's Cabbage with a K, K K-A-B-B-A-G-E, or call 888-CABBAGE. Welcome to Burger King. Hey, I'm legit hungry. What do you guys got on this um, two-for-five deal? How about Burger King's new extra-long fish sandwich? Tender, flaky fish with a light, crispy breading. Just two for five dollars. Extra long, but still two for five. Yep, or you could mix and match with other great sandwiches, like our new extra-long buttery cheeseburger. It's all part of Burger King's two-for-five-dollar deal. That's perfect. So perfect, I'm doing a dance back here. The new extra-long fish sandwich, now part of the two-for-five-dollar deal, only at Burger King. Limited time only, price of participation dairy. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network's brought to you by MyCleanPC. Your computer runs slowly. Go to MyCleanPC.com for Ron's favorite diagnosis. That's a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download MyCleanPC.com software to clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Well, the Tampa Tribune's Ira Kaufman is a longtime follower of the ups and downs of the Tampa Bay Bucks. A lot of downs there, Ira, but he's also a Hall of Fame voter. And he's on a roll after the recent inductions of Derek Brooks, Warren Sapp, and of course this year, Tony Dungy. He also has John Lynch on the cusp, but he's well known, of course, among Hall of Fame voters like ourselves as one of the strongest, and I would say glibest presenters in the group of 46. But his work's not over yet, Ira. Welcome thanks, to thanks. today's grilling. <laughs> Clark, thank you from uh, Lakeland, Florida, where I'm covering the baseball game. I did a hockey game Saturday night. and starting tomorrow, and I'm doing a golf tournament. And, wow, uh, a man for wow. all seasons. And, and as Rick Goslin uh, can tell you, boys, uh, you got to be versatile, uh, especially now in this business. And uh, who knows, gentlemen, I, I might be doing uh, auto racing by... Uh, by the end of April, so uh, whatever it takes. <laughs> well, maybe you can get us a Joe Gibbs interview then. There you go. You're Coach Belichick's kind of guy. The more you can do, Ira. There you go. So You know, gonna... you know guys, I, I had a good day, I think, because Peyton Manning's uh, glorious retirement speech, when he started saluting people that he's going to miss, and I believe the first guy that he mentioned was John Lynch, uh, of all people. And, uh, look, you guys know me by now. I use every scrap available to me in those presentations. And uh, I-, I think you're probably going to be hearing about that uh, next February. Hey, Ira, Just John, a hunch, yeah. Ira, John Lynch thinks you spend more time in his campaign, less time in all those other sports you're covering. <laughs> you know, Coach, I, um, I- I'm feeling fairly optimistic uh, about Lynch now. You guys do a good job of tempering my enthusiasm every year. Um <laughs> But he did take a big step forward. And, and Clark always told me uh, when you go from 15 to 10, your, your time uh, is probably going to come uh, eventually. And uh, I told that to John Lynch. Everybody's pushing for him, you know, from the Glazers on down. I saw Derek Brooks yesterday. Uh, he goes, hey, congratulations on Dungey. What are you doing for Lynch? And he's already starting in on it. So, you know, there's a lot of pressure. 
Rick, uh, you three guys know that in terms of your presentations, uh, the team is counting on you. We'll see what happens. But uh, I wouldn't call next year a stack deck. Um, and we'll see. You know, uh, you got to figure Tom Wilson's getting in, gentlemen, and then we'll see what happens. Lyra, you know, another guy who's counting on you is uh, Simeon Rice, who Warren Sapp said belonged in the Hall of Fame before uh, Michael Strahan. And, uh, you know, he wants to know why you've forgotten him. I mean, he was when he retired, he was 12th all-time in sacks. He's still in the top 20 and 17th. Yes. Uh, a tremendous player, one of the best free agent signings in history. Uh, so what's the story with, with Simeon Rice? Is he going to get some traction? Well, Ron, let's get one thing straight. Uh, Warren Sapp also thinks Brett Culpepper should get in before Michael Strait. Uh, so, Good luck with that, Ira. Uh, you know, Sapp's got a certain thing about Strahan. I don't think it makes Sapp look very good, guys. Uh, Strahan was a heck of a player. I was a little surprised that Simeon Rice did not make the 25 semifinalists. Uh, as you mentioned, Ron, 122 sacks. Didn't play all that number of games, so if you, if you do the sack-to-game ratio, I, I think he's very high. He was tremendous at the sack and strip. That's what I remember about him coming off that right edge from the blind side with, with those big wingspans uh, and stripping that ball. I think he had 28 forced fumbles. It's a high total. Adequate against the run. Not great. Not as good as straight in, uh, but adequate. And a force. And uh, probably that last missing piece in, in that Buck uh, defense to put him over the top. Ira, would they have won a Super Bowl without Rice? I don't think so, Rick, because if you look at his, uh, he had a great postseason. I believe he had four sacks uh, in the playoffs. He had seven total in seven playoff games. He was a big game player, uh, Rick. And uh, look, the Raiders had a very good offensive line uh, in front of Rich Gannon in that Super Bowl. Rice could have won the MVP award that day. I mean, he could have. Uh, he was that much of a factor, uh, and throughout that season, he, he just kept making big plays. Uh, and let's remember, when Sapp moved on to Oakland in 04, Simeon remained and, and had a couple of, you know, double-digit sack years uh, without Sapp. So Simeon Rice uh, was a major player. Uh, look, is he Bruce Smith or Reggie uh, White? No, he's not. Uh, in his mind, maybe. <laughs> but um, he was a very dynamic player. And, and, and he was a guy that other teams absolutely had the game plan for. We're speaking with the Tampa Tribune's Ira Kaufman, Hall of Fame voter on the Talk of Fame Network. Uh, also, John Lynch's best friend right now. Uh, Simeon Rice, not so much. But, uh, Ira, <laughs> question for you. How can you justify possibly, say, four Hall of Famers off of a team that won one, and I mean a single Super Bowl? You know, Clark, you, you always go to the heart of it. That, that's what I love about <laughs> He's it. a cruel it's guy. He's a mean guy. <laughs> you uh, know, actually, Ira, I'll be honest with you. If I if I really wanted to be cruel, I'd ask Ron the question, how can you justify 11 Raiders from the 1970s <laughs> Easily. single Super Bowl? Uh, now, guys, thank God, and I believe I mentioned this in my Lynch presentation, thank God there were five Kansas City Chiefs off that 69 team, which, now look, I'll be the first to say it, and Rick knows I'm a big Chiefs fan back in the AFL days. That might be the most underrated defense in history. I, I think it's top five. Uh, if you look what they did in the playoffs against Namath, LaMonica, you know, and then in the Super Bowl, and the Vikings had a good offense that year. You know, everybody laughs at Joe Cap, but they scored a lot of points in Minnesota. Just an unbelievable postseason performance by that 69-team. But they got five defensive players, Clark, five. And by 71, although some people think the 71 Chiefs were better, uh, the defense wasn't nearly as good at 69. So what I mean by that is they didn't sustain it uh, on that defensive side. Yet they got five people in, and, 
And guys, you know Goosey, he wants to get Johnny Robinson in. He wants to he make does. it six. Yeah, he absolutely does. And, that and team so, did win three well, AFL titles. Yes, I, I understand. But not I believe Goosey, Tampa won Curly, one. Curly Colt, Curly Colt was not on 66. And, you know, I understand these things. But, uh, look, it was an outstanding defense. But the Bucks lasted. I mean, in eternity by NFL standards. Uh, look, by 97, Dungey's second year, uh, they were there on defense. And it lasted. Even through all three, when they were defending champs, they had a real good defense, uh, except for that unbelievable collapse against the Colts on a Monday night. So that, that's a good long run. I mean, that's seven years. That's an eternity by NFL standards. Uh, and don't forget, guys, and I hate to bring this up, but I know Bort just is waiting for me. Ronnie Barber's coming along around the bend. Of oh, stop it. Oh, no. Come on. Oh, no. no. Come and, on. Uh, you're going to hear about it because he was a very unique player. First he couldn't first. carry Lester Hayes' stick him. <laughs> <laughs> just as Donovan McNabb about, uh, you know, Ronnie Barber. Uh, and McNabb was a guy who didn't throw a lot of interception guys. But, but Barber just had his number, uh, got in his head. And, and Barber made the biggest defensive play uh, in, in franchise history. He's got a signature play. So, look, we got plenty of time for Barber. Uh, Call up to your point. It was a great, iconic defense for a long time. Uh, the Chiefs have already set that bar. So, uh, I'm, I'm going forward. I don't think you should hold it against uh, the guy that's in front of you. Uh, you know, talking about the guys that came behind. Unfortunately, we're going to have to say goodbye to a great, iconic Hall of Fame voter, and that's Ira <laughs> Kaufman. Ira, we're out of time, but, hey, thanks for the time. And you know what? Go back to your Lakeland Tigers. We're sorry to uh, bother you. You know, Clark, uh, one of the highlights for me this year was when Bob Glauber, our friend from Newsday, and he was half kidding, uh, but he was half serious. Uh, at the end, said, uh, I vote that Tuckman makes all 17 presentations. Uh, <laughs> yes, he was serious. He was serious. And I looked at Goose and he said, absolutely not. But, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's been a pleasure, guys. And keep up the good work. I, I enjoy what you're doing. Thanks, Thanks Ira. Thanks, Ira. Go back to your next presentation, Ira. That was Ira Kaufman, the Tampa Tribune. Up next, Coach Ira once covered, but covers no more. University of Illinois, Lovey Smith. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network's brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, go to MyCleanPC.com for a free computer diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software to clean what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. I just feel like something's missing. I know. What we had was so big. And warm. And bright. And yellow. Oh, I really miss the sun. No sun? No problem. Centrum, the most trusted multivitamins, now have more of the vitamin D3 you need. Get the vitamin D you could be missing this winter with Centrum Multivitamins, now our highest level of D3 ever. Hey, you woke up today. Big win. Time for a reward. Right now at Burger King, get two hot and flaky croissant breakfast sandwiches for just $4. That's two croissant for just $4 at Burger King. Piled high with crispy bacon, fluffy egg, and melted cheese, and they're two for four dollars. That's a breakfast deal so good, you may just become a morning person. Get the two for four dollar sandwich deal today, only at Burger King. Limited time only. Price and participation vary. I moved to Boston when I was two. There was fourteen of us in, in a four bedroom apartment in the projects in Boston. To be the first, actually kid to buy a house in my family. I just realized that. I'm the first kid to buy a house. It's a very proud moment. Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, 
Whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it. QL1, does Rocket Mortgage require me to fill out a bunch of paperwork? Negative control. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans is the first on-demand mortgage machine that quickly imports your financial data. You can go through the entire mortgage approval process in minutes. That is fast, like rocket fast. It also works on any internet-ready device, so you can get a Rocket Mortgage at any time or place you choose. Over. Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button, get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org number 3030. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. Speaking of calling, Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone system into a business phone system with Grasshopper. Get a local or toll-free number. Just bring your own. To see how it works, go to grasshopper.com. Our next guest is the former head coach of the Chicago Bears and Tampa Bay Bucks and the new head coach at the University of Illinois. I'm talking about Lovey Smith. Lovey took the Bears, you know, to two NFC title games and a Super Bowl in his nine seasons. But he was fired after finishing 10 and 6 in 2012. Hired by Tampa Bay in 2014. He spent just two seasons with the Bucks. Dismissed after a 6 and 10 season with a rookie quarterback in 2015. Now it's on to Illinois, which has just three winning seasons in its last 14 years in the Big Ten. And Lovey, let me first say thank you for joining us again and congratulations on the new job. Thank you very much for having me on the show. So, Lovey, what was your greatest coaching challenge? The Bears, the Bucks, or now the Fighting Illini? Well, Rick, they, you know, all three uh, had challenges. You know, normally when you make a coaching change, you don't like something about the direction of the program. You know, I went to Chicago, there were some some key players in place uh, we didn't make a lot of changes just kind of changed the culture a little bit and got it rolling Tampa Bay uh, was a little bit different uh, it was more of an overhaul situation we made a lot of changes and uh, thought we had it kind of headed in the right direction so those two were different NFL wise and having this opportunity at the University of Illinois you know I've been on the job less than a week so we're still figuring out exactly how hard you know this will be, but uh, early signs uh, show a lot of pro- a lot of promise. Love you. Have you set up a recruiting base in Big Sandy, Texas yet? <laughs> well, I should. You know, I'm not going to ever get too far from Big Sandy. So proud of being from there. But uh, of course, we will be coming to the state of Texas to recruit. Still have a lot of friends, a lot of contacts down there. That's where the players are. Yes, um, there are some there. <laughs> I'm wondering, Lovey, what came to you as the bigger surprise? Uh, being let go after 10 and 6 season in Chicago, which seemed ridiculous to me, uh, or being let go after two years of trying to rebuild a Tampa team that you inherited that was terrible, which seemed equally ridiculous to me. <laughs> so I don't wonder which one surprised you the most. Well, Ron, you know, when you, when you get into this business, you, you can't really be surprised. You know, it is a business. Things happen that you don't expect, but... I just say, you know, with Chicago, it's good to be, you know, back in the state again. But it's hard winning 10 games in NFL. Most of the time when you win 10 games, that organization is, is pretty excited about the direction you're going. So that was definitely a surprise. And Tampa Bay, again, it was a little bit different situation. We didn't win enough games in Tampa Bay. If you just go on the record, I can see. But progress was made. A lot of things happened the first year. Progress was made the second year. And. I thought we had set ourselves up to have a great defensive draft and uh, get back 
in a position to compete for championship. Well, Lovey, and we're speaking with Lovey Smith on the Talk of Fame Network, and Lovey's just taken over the new as the new Illinois head coach. But Lovey, since you mentioned that about Tampa, and you talk about you thought you headed 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 in the right direction, and the progress had been made. Where's the patience gone in today's NFL? You had two years on the job, two years, and you had it headed in the right direction, and yet they don't give you time to, to get that thing completed. Where's the patience today? It's just not a lot of patience. And, if, you know, when you own the team, you can do whatever you like. But if you make a change, I mean, normally there's something wrong, and there's no quick fixes in, in life in general. You have to stay with, you know, in our case, the, the plan and just have a little bit more patience. Uh, there were some some reasons to have uh, patience, but, but again, uh, you move on as much as anything. This game has meant so much to, to me, and I've had so many great opportunities. It seemed like when one door closes, another great opportunity opens. Well, you last coached in college in 1995 at Ohio State. In, in fact, you spent 12 years coaching as an assistant at that level, including stops at Wisconsin, Arizona State, and Tennessee. What was attractive to you about the Illinois job and returning to a college campus? Well, for, for my time in Chicago, uh, you know, I had an opportunity to, you know, kind of look at the university from afar. And uh, it's the flagship university. Normally, flagship university in a state, you know, there's something going on there. And that was definitely the case. I knew about the Chicago area and how many great athletes I thought were close. I knew about the academic reputation that the University of Illinois had. And you can pinpoint some programs you, that you think have a lot of promise and potential to, to make a move. And that's how I saw the University of Illinois. Uh, my plan was to sit out the year and see what happened the next year. But when this opportunity came along, I jumped at it. You know, it yeah. seems to me in college you're developing the skills of young players. But in the pros, you're trying to make all the skilled players fit into a system. How does the coaching differ from one level to the next, from college to the NFL? Well, it, it you know, I think, Rick, coaching is coaching, but um, I think it goes without saying, you know, the younger you are, the more receptive you are to, to being coached. And you don't have as many answers when you're younger. But as far as my time I've had, I've really been blessed to be around, a, you know, whether the NFL or – you know, my time in college, I've been around great men that allowed you to coach them that wanted to be coached. So as far as how I dealt with athletes, it, it's pretty much the same. You know, a lot of times you have a young player, you know, a rookie in NFL uh, can be just as, you know, about the same age as a, you know, a older guy in college. So you're dealing with the same type of athlete a lot. You coached with quite a NFL think tank there in Tampa back in the late 90s with Tony Dungy and uh, Herman Edwards and Monty Kiffin and Rod Marinelli and the guys in that staff. Uh, I'm just wondering how did, how were you sort of shaped as a coach by uh, what you learned and what you saw there uh, from all those different great coaches? You know, quite a bit. You know, you have this picture of, of a coach in your mind. And growing up, of course, I saw Tom Landry on the sideline and I knew what he represented. And I saw that in Tony Dungy too, so my love for coaching just grew even more. And all of those guys you mentioned, Tony Dungy, Herman Edwards, Monty Kiff, and Rod Marinelli, those are lifetime friends that are loyal to the end. And they're good coaches, but uh, great men, leaders. You know, you saw their character every day. I learned so much football uh, around them each day. You couldn't wait to come back, you know, get in the office 
and see what you were going to come up with that day. And uh, so coaching was just so much fun, and you saw the impact you were having daily on players. We're with new Illinois head coach Levy Smith on the Talk of Fame Network, and Levy, you're talking about coaches that you worked with. I would like to ask about some of the players you worked with. You worked with some great ones on defense. You had Derek Brooks when you were linebacker's coach of the Bucks. You had Hall of Fame cornerback Aeneas Williams when you were the defensive coordinator of the Rams. And your middle linebacker, Brian Urlacher, of course, when you were head coach with the Bears. What made those guys or guys like that so special? What made them different, extraordinary players? Well, that's, you know, it's tough to kind of explain exactly what made them different. But uh, I just know that they were really coachable as when I say coachable, they would listen. You would think, you know, these are Hall of Fame players. that They would have all of the answers. But these guys came to work every day. You know, everything I told them as their coach, they believed, they bought into. Everything I asked them to do, they did. They were students of the game, all very intelligent, wanted to know everything uh, that they possibly could about the game. And you talk about just a burning desire to win this competitive man uh, throughout. And you knew you were, you were also making lifetime friends, and that's what I have in all three of them. Let me get about uh, 20 seconds here. You coached Jameis Winston for a season in Tampa. Can he be special? Yes, no doubt. Has everything you're looking for in a, in a, a elite leader, great player, great one of the all-time great types. Can make all the throws of the quarterback, comes into a room, and you want to follow him. Thanks yeah, so much. Brought him Illinois with you. Yeah, you're right. That's right. Any chance you can get him to transfer? <laughs> now it's all about trying to find that next Jameis Winston. Is what it's about. That's where we're at. Hey, Lovey, thanks so much for the time and, and best of luck in all the right. new job. Thanks, Adam Allen. Take care. Thank you. That was University of Illinois head coach Levy Smith. Up next, we're going to hear from our head coach, our own head coach, Dr. Data, who can play college or in the pros. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper. And get a local or toll-free number, or just bring your own. See how it works? Just go to Grasshopper.com. I just feel like something's missing. I know. What we had was so... Big. And warm and bright. And yellow. Oh, I really miss the sun. No sun? No problem. Centrum, the most trusted multivitamins, now have more of the vitamin D3 you need. Get the vitamin D you could be missing this winter with Centrum Multivitamins, now our highest level of D3 ever. When you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy. Too busy worrying about your budget. Too busy scheduling appointments. Too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy for you to create your stunning website. Go to Wix.com and create your website today. It's easy and free. That's Wix.com. The kitchen, that's home. I know that's like my grandma cooked, my mom cooked. I cook. Chocolate bread pudding and souffles and banana bread. I make a lot of banana bread because the baby likes bananas. So we always have bananas in the house. <laughs> home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, 
Zillow can help you find it. Welcome to Burger King. Hey, I'm legit hungry. What do you guys got on this um, two-for-five deal? How about Burger King's new extra-long fish sandwich? Tender, flaky fish with a light, crispy breading. Just two for five dollars. Extra-long, but still two-for-five. Yep, or you could mix and match with other great sandwiches, like our new extra-long buttery cheeseburger. It's all part of Burger King's two-for-five dollar deal. That's perfect. So perfect, I'm doing a dance back here. The new extra-long fish sandwich, now part of the two-for-five dollar deal, only at Burger King. Limited time only, price of participation vary. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. Talk of Fame Network's brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone system into a business phone system with Grasshopper. Get a local or toll-free number. Just bring your own. See how it works? Go to grasshopper.com. Also brought to you by MyCleanPC, and you should know that by now. If your computer runs slowly, go to MyCleanPC.com for what, Ron? What kind of diagnosis? Free. Free diagnosis. That's right. Ones that Ron likes the most. And with a minute, you can download software to clean up what may be slowing it down. That's right. MyCleanPC.com. Hey, Ron, uh, not to speak about MyCleanPC, but uh, there was an item that passed under the radar last week, and I don't want to let it pass under our radar that would be Carolina cornerback Josh Norman naming himself as one of the five best cornerbacks. Okay, six best since he put himself in a tie with Darrell Rivas, but the six best of all time. The others he listed, Night Train Lane, Deion Sanders, Mel Blunt, and Charles Woodson. Now, what I don't see there is uh, Mike Haynes, friend of the show, Herb Adderley, uh Rod Woodson, Emma Thomas, Daryl Green. I think you get the idea. What I do see is a guy who thinks one good season makes him Hall of Fame worthy. So, what do you make of Josh Norman's list? I make two things. That he'd be a lousy personnel guy, number one. And uh, <laughs> and uh, these kids don't know squat about the game's history. You know, go ask him who Jimmy Johnson is. He'd say, no white guy with that kind of hair could ever play cornerback. <laughs> you know, ask about Willie Brown or, or Emmett Thomas. You know, he, he wouldn't know what you're talking about. Uh, you know, I would look at him and think of the same thing my grandmother used to say to me when I would say something stupid. Please, child. In other words, shut up. <laughs> Ron, he's never heard of Champ Bailey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I hear that sound and I go, there is somebody we need to pay attention to. Yes. That's our doctor, Dr. Data. Hall of Famer. He, he's a Hall of Famer. 2004, 2004. that was a great exactly. class. What Great, great class. class. My oh, favorite. My, oh, unbelievable. <laughs> Knockout guys. Oh, he's our answer man. Slam today. <laughs> today, he's going to tell us about the pressure that's on anyone. Okay. Marvin Jones to replace Megatron in Detroit. Yes, sir. When the Lions lost Calvin Johnson in retirement, there was suddenly a huge hole to fill on the flank, and new GM Bob Quinn, friend of Ron, scrambled to find a patch. Mighty Quinn. Mighty Quinn. He settled on Marvin Jones, giving him a five-year, $40 million contract to leave the Cincinnati Bengals with $20 million of it guaranteed. Well... Jones is now the highest paid receiver on the team and will be expected to become a go-to guy for quarterback Matthew Stafford. Except that there's a history of number two receivers on teams leaving in free agency to become number one receivers elsewhere. And it's not a good history. Life's different when you're playing opposite A.J. AJ Green, as Jones did in Cincinnati, from when you're expected to be A.J. Green, as is now the case in Detroit. All of a sudden, you're drawing the defense's best cover corner plus more double teams than you've ever seen in your life. It becomes harder to get open, harder to catch passes. Alvin Harper attempted to make that jump, leaving Michael Irvin and the Cowboys behind to sign for big money and free agency with the Buccaneers. 
Peerless Price also attempted to make that jump, leaving Eric Moulds and the Buffalo Bills behind to sign with the Atlanta Falcons. So did Mike Wallace, who left Antonio Brown and the Steelers behind to sign with the Dolphins. All failed miserably, and none saw the end of their contracts. Now it's Jones's turn. He caught 65 passes for 816 yards last season. He did not have a 100-yard game, averaged only 12.5 yards per catch, and scored just four touchdowns. Jones, who has never been an impact player, is now going to be expected to be an impact player with the Lions. He's becoming a lead receiver in Detroit, and it's going to be a big step for him, a step so few of his predecessors as number two receivers have been able to take. Goes, you know, Quinny's a friend of mine. We call him Quinny, you know, because we're really hockey guys, Quinny. Uh, <laughs> how can general managers keep making this kind of same rookie mistake? The difference between being the focus of a defense and being the beneficiary of playing second fiddle is clear and it's obvious, but they keep doing it. So why do they keep missing this time and again? Because they all think they're smarter than the last guy. They know <laughs> the player better and that he'll play for me. And I think this contract will come back to haunt the Lions. Good quick question for you. So what would you have done if you'd been the mighty Quinn? Nothing? Or would you have signed somebody else? I would have drafted well and maybe brought in a Roddy White for the half year. Look, Minnesota. Minnesota took a guy in the fifth round last year, uh, Stephon Diggs, who became their leading receiver. Good teams that draft don't have to buy for agency. Well, that tells us we're nearly out of time, guys. So, Derek, let's get to it. Let's get to our two-minute drill. Heath Evans wants the commissioner to block teams from signing Johnny Manziel. What do you want him to do? Assign Manziel to the Patriots for the four games Tom Brady figures to sit this fall. Oh, please. <laughs> I want him to go to law school at night and take Heath Evans with him. <laughs> Mike Ditka or Matt Hasselbeck? The one with the nickname and the Super Bowl ring, Iron Mike Ditka. Not on TV, my friend, Matt Hasselbeck. Ditka is the day before yesterday's news, and he's turned into an old coot. Cleveland players are confused by what the Browns are doing or are not doing. So what are they doing? When you figure out, let you Jackson know. In the front office, they're playing fantasy football and working on their algorithms. <laughs> Jeff Miller, the NFL's top health and safety officer, admitted a link between CTE and football. So how do you think that went over at 345 Park Avenue? Like an underinflated football. I mean, balloon. They heard those words and said, hmm, just another desk to clean out. <laughs> Well, if you guys remember at the Super Bowl, another NFL expert said there was no link between CTE and football. So what happened in six weeks? The only thing of note I can think of is that Michigan State clinched its 18th consecutive NCAA tournament bid. Oh, <laughs> oh the pain is smart, uh, Clark, they don't know, but they've got Ted Wells working on the answer. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> How many games does Mark Sanchez start for Denver this season? 16. And whatever quarterback they draft in April will take over in 2017. Zero, if they're lucky. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Love him or leave him? Love him. What choice do the Jets have? What is this, a trick question? The Amish rifle rules. But he should probably be playing in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Keith Emerson, Emerson Boozer, or Ralph Waldo Emerson? Only an Ivy Leaguer would ask us back-to-back -back football questions about Harvard men. Ralph Waldo. He hung with Henry David Thoreau and Louisa May Alcott. Who those other guys hang out with? <laughs> Greg Lake and Carl Palmer. That's who Keith Emerson hung out with. Brandon Meebane. More belly rolls and more belly flops in San Diego. For a big guy like Meebane, I'm guessing jelly rolls. I'd say belly rolls from too many dinner rolls. <laughs> I'm Cassie for Dumb and Dumber 3. So who gets the lead? Johnny Manziel, Martavis Bryant, or Jimmy Haslam? 
the guy who drafted Manziel, Jimmy Haslam. Agree, Jimmy Haslam, because he could afford to go out and buy a brain, but chooses not to do it. If you need advice, whom do you turn to? Your dad, Siri, or Dr. Data? Siri. I asked her to write this week's Dr. Data, and she complied. <laughs> My wife, Nina, she's always right, and she's better looking than Goose. <laughs> We'd like to thank Rich Gannon, Lovey Smith, Ira Kaufman, and Siri for joining us, Derek Burns for producing us, and you for listening to us. If you want to find this or any podcast, just go to our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, or look for us on iTunes or your podcast app where you type in Talk of Fame Network. Sounds simple? That's because it is. Otherwise, listen to next week's broadcast at this time and at this place. We'll look for you then. Hey, you woke up today. Big win. Time for a reward. Right now at Burger King, get two hot and flaky croissant breakfast sandwiches for just $4. That's two croissant for just $4 at Burger King. Piled high with crispy bacon, fluffy egg, and melted cheese, and they're two for $4. That's a breakfast deal so good, you may just become a morning person. Get the two for $4 croissant deal today, only at Burger King. Limited time only, price and participation vary. QL1, this is Control. Does Rocket Mortgage require me to come in and speak with someone? Negative control. With Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, you can go through the entire mortgage process on your own and completely online. Copy that, QL1, but if I wanted to speak to someone, do you think they're out there? They're out there, all right. Their award-winning client service is beyond anything I've ever experienced. Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button, get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS consumer access. Org number 3030. I just feel like something's missing. I know. What we had was so big. And warm. And bright. And yellow. Oh, I really miss the sun. No sun? No problem. Centrum. The most trusted multivitamins now have more of the vitamin D3 you need. Get the vitamin D you could be missing this winter with Centrum Multivitamins. Now our highest level of D3 ever. When you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy. Too busy worrying about your budget. Too busy scheduling appointments. Too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy for you to create your stunning website. Go to Wix.com and create your website today. It's easy and free. That's Wix.com.